I'm Christy. I'm Cassie. And this is definitely for a language arts project. <laughs> We're going to talk about cereal, and we have nine questions to talk about. And it's so. all relating to our opinions and what we liked and didn't like and how we personally felt about this. Um, to start off with, uh, what was your personal impression of cereal? Um, I thought cereal was actually kind of fun and interesting. I've never really listened to podcasts all the way through. I've only like listened to half of like one episode of a podcast. So this was something that was new for me, and I actually liked it. Um, I thought it was a good way to give people a good idea of how the justice system works and the seriousness of um, all these types of situations for people who are wrongly convicted. My overall impression was that while Serial was supposed to be a semi-educational podcast, it's more of a dramatic take on a court case. I liked that I was always hooked on the story, but there was times where I knew that what was being portrayed wasn't necessarily what had happened. Sarah Koenig had a good take on the story, but was so invested that sometimes it was difficult to tell what was true and what was opinion. However, other than that, I don't really have any other negative notes. I feel like they kind of said, oh, it's kind of complicated. There's too many things to go through. We're just going to blame someone, take like this couple samples of evidence and use it to the fullest extent. And that's basically what they did. And it just caused so many things to kind of go wrong, I guess, because that's not really like how it should work. Like the justice system should not be used that way. So... How do you feel about, like, cereal and what it has to say with relationships? Um, relationships are a big part of being a human. Um, as humans, we go through ups and downs, and it can sometimes um, have extreme emotions in those relationships. Adnan and Hay went through a lot of on-and-off stuff in their relationship, and Hay had very raw and extreme emotions toward Adnan as well as Don. So it kind of, like, showed just how crazy there i thought that serial made relationships look like a walking death trap in a literal <laughs> in a literal sense for hay but for everyone else <clears throat> hay's diary kind of shows all the relationships that she had personally with don with her family with adnan um it makes don look like a great guy but that was never tested by that police. So that relationship is a little bit not good, I suppose. And Adnan's relationship with her, that diary and that relationship between those two might have been one of the reasons that Adnan's in jail right now is because <laughs> she she pretty much pulled the trigger on that one. I mean, they did kind of take her diary and then make a theory out of it. And, and then they did. used that theory the whole time. <laughs> <clears throat> on an individual level, I feel like Serial can teach us how to remember that there are always multiple sides to one story. Um, it's never fair to really just assume something about people, even if you may hear rumors about them. Um, you should always try to look at every single side before you just assume something. Everyone deserves the right to share their side of the story, but it doesn't always mean that they're telling the truth. So even if you hear both sides... I still think that you should still kind of keep your morals and kind of stick to your gut on things like that because 
both sides may be wrong still. They still may sound iffy. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So I think that Sierra has a lot of lessons to teach um, in a lot of different ways. But overall, as a podcast with the original intent, I don't really think that they had a message that they wanted to get across. I think that they wanted to help Adnan out. And I think that they wanted him and his story to get to the public. But as far as like their actual lessons, the one that's most straightforward is just don't get framed for murder. Don't say things that could get you framed for murder. And just be careful about what you do on a day-to-day basis. And if, I guess, on the most crazy side of things, if you're going to murder someone, do it cautiously because you'll probably get caught anyway. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it does. It did kind of make us all think, like, after the end of a couple of those episodes, like, man, we should really keep diaries and, like, write everything down. Yeah, Because you that. never know what can happen. <laughs> Serial and the American Justice System. That was a tough one. Uh, <laughs> that really, like, I don't know. My mom's a lawyer. So all that stuff I, like, heard from the podcast kind of really, like, opened my eyes more. Because I, like, honestly depends of who is... I guess you're a lawyer or who is working on the case or whatever, because I think they all have different motives and it's just not always fair. Well, this is going to seem very offensive, but I think the American justice system is a joke because I was, I was in debate last year. I got to look at a lot of, um, you know, laws and bills and things that go into the American justice system. I even did one specifically on plea deals and there's always the illusion that someone's going to get a fair trial and that they're going to get um, just punishment for things that they do. But, I mean, plea deals happen, and those aren't even necessarily good, true things. I mean, if Adnan did kill this girl and they got a plea deal, and after 24 years, you killed someone and you got away with it after 24 years. You should never get away with murder, period. You should never get out of jail. But I personally don't think he did it. But if he did, that doesn't make much sense to me. And there was so much evidence that wasn't tested in that trial. There yeah. was so many DNA swabs that they could have taken, could have tested, could have done something with, <laughs> and then they chose not to. Yeah. And then there's Serial uh, and American Society. Um, I think an American Society... Sorry. I think the American society can make or break someone. Um, it can either give people mercy or hatred. Uh, just the way it's shaped. Like, people are so prone to just pick one side and go with it. They don't really look at both sides. Like I was saying earlier, like, it's good to look at multiple sides. It sh- also shows how discriminating Americans can be of other cultures that are not like their own. They can be quick to blame someone just because they're different from the norm. And also, I feel like the American society has really big stereotypes about these cultures, and it influences the way that everyone acts, thinks, and talks about those people. Yeah, I had wrote a little bit in my script about how Americans can be very racist and xenophobic towards cultures. Yeah. And it's usually because they're bigoted, and I don't mean that in a negative way, because I mean, bigoted by definition means just not knowing. And they don't know about those cultures. So they, I guess they don't know better than to yeah. judge. They only know what they've heard 
or seen once. Yeah, at one point during Adnan's trial, a comment or two arose about how Adnan was Muslim and that he may have connections to terrorist groups, and that that just can't be excused. You can't look over that. You can't look over the fact that he was called a terrorist, and he may not even kill the girl. Yeah, there's no evidence anywhere of him ever being a terrorist. Other than the fact that, I guess, there was some issues with the Taliban around the time of the trial, but... That has nothing to do with him. That, no, that, 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 that was infuriating. <laughs> um, if there was anything that I've learned from this podcast is that the truth may not always be found. This whole podcast slash case has been collectively active for over a decade. The truth was lost somewhere in 1999, and I don't believe a true, honest-to-God story will ever arise out of this case. There are too many conflicting viewpoints. There was a search for truth in Jay's story and in Don's story, but neither one of those were found. Was it fear or guilt? I don't really know for certain. Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard if people are still looking for the truth in this case to even find the truth because there's just too many people involved. There's too many stories that don't make sense. There's too many um, if, ands, or buts that go along with, well, did they tell the truth about this? And then yeah. there's Jay's four or five different <laughs> interviews Honestly, where yes. none of that corresponded. Serial's primary message, point, or moral? Your thoughts on that? Um, I think the primary message is to always stick to your truth and not letting others sway how you may feel. So just like Adnan has always said he's innocent, he's never swayed his feelings about it, no matter how many times um, people have tried to tell him, oh, no, you're definitely guilty because of this, this, and this, and they try to give him all the, like, give the court all of the this evidence even though sometimes it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, but he even got like a plea deal and he still said, no, I am innocent. Like he didn't want to give up his morals. And um, basically he said it would be like lying, which I understand. So yeah. as far as on that issue, I mean, I understand that he had a moral obligation to tell the truth, but that's four years versus the rest of his life being stuck in a facility. I mean, Personally, even thinking about being stuck in one place, one building, and not being able to go anywhere for 40 more years, I would have to be institutionalized. I mean, you'd go insane, right? I would go insane. <laughs> That's just, there's there's not enough to life. And I don't think we were put on this earth for that. I mean, my moral set certainly tells me that if I had done something bad, I was put in jail, I would take the plea deal, I would get out as soon as possible, especially if my mother had leukemia. Yeah. I mean, the only thing about that is he probably doesn't have much of a life after being in jail for that long. Like, it's hard to get a job. And if he said he was guilty, they would definitely look at that twice, maybe three times, be like, wow, okay. As far as the primary message, I put that this, I mean, this might sound a little harsh, but I think the only point of the podcast was to get into people's minds that Adnan was either guilty or not guilty, or that his case is important in the least. But I don't think there is really anything else that's like, I'm going to make this for the people. No, this was definitely all for Adnan. That was it, which isn't a bad thing, but there's not really any good moral set. This is not a children's book. It's not meant to teach roles or lessons. I do think it is possible to find the truth, but I think it'll take a lot of like determination of someone or a group of people to really dig into that. Um, but I think that truth for anything should be found because 
I believe it always comes out at some point. So shaping the world, I said um, it fits into our unit of shaping the world because everyone on the podcast that was involved in Adnan's case had different perspectives at one point, and it shaped everyone else's thinking in the case. It shaped how they thought of each other, how they acted towards each other. Um, It shows how everyone can shape the world just by one simple action as well, or by even telling one simple story, like when Jay... Um, told the police what happened in his first interview, it shaped Adnan's life forever. It completely changed his life because they started basing everything off of what Jay was saying. And then that's technically what um, put Adnan in jail because of what Jay said to them. So, I think that this fits in because Adnan has been shaped by the world and by the world's views on Muslims, by the world's views on criminal justice cases how the world views drug dealers like Jay or ex-boyfriends like Don or star girls like Hey, I think that the cruelties and justices and opinions have all shaped him. I think that the world itself can be shaped by cases like his mm-hmm. where they didn't have enough evidence to convict him, but they were still able to. And how this affects other parts of the world other than just America and their and there's criminal justice systems that we haven't even looked at yet. Serial so just, it, t- it ties in because of everything that has happened in this case can happen anywhere around the world. And that shapes people's views and people obviously lived on this world that we live in. Yeah. I mean, I agree with most of what you said. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, cases like this definitely shape everyone and like the world and how they think of things like this because it made me realize how many people are wrongly convicted and like it's definitely changed how I think about the justice system and so it's definitely is shaping the world a lot so final question what is your verdict um I do not think Adnan is guilty he has stuck to the same story most of the time and he's always said that he's innocent with confidence he has never once hesitated about his innocence um Unlike Jay, who has hesitated about many things that he has said. All and things. He has put, Jay has always put forth a story that was never the same. It's ne- He's never been consistent about, uh, sorry, consistent about anything. And every time he tells it, it's just different. So, I don't know. It really shows how unreliable he is as a witness, which I still honestly don't know why police use him as a witness if he tells completely different stories. I understand they're using him to, like, blame Adnan, but he's just so... It's just not right. Right. You know? I I have a lot to say about this. First of all, Adnan is not guilty of killing Heyman Lee. From the beginning, I didn't think that he had killed her, and the evidence just further proves that. There was no evidence other than the fingerprints in Hay's car, but he's her ex-boyfriend. I mean, I'm not going to be as naive as to think that things probably didn't happen in that car, especially with yeah. them being, like, 17 years old. Yeah. So, of course, there's going to be fingerprints. And there was also no viable evidence against him other than that. There wasn't... They just had the fingerprints. They had the fingerprints, mm-hmm. and then they thought they had the place, except for they also ruled out the Best Buy thing in the very last documentary that we watched. They also talked about how the police believed that the, 
murder was premeditated, but that's strictly going off of what Jay said in his mm-hmm. version of his stories had changed so many times. That could that could all be a joke. That there's nothing that backs that up. The cell towers don't back that up. There was also the thing about Adnan already had an alibi. Yeah, he was supposed to be at track. <laughs> yeah, so he well, was he, technically not even able and, to do anything. And even if he time. wasn't at track, like he had thought he was, because that was a thing about thinking, you know, every day you do a certain thing and you have a yeah. routine, so that's automatically what you think. There was someone who saw him in the library. Yeah, at the library. And she was willing to testify and say, hey, I saw him. He has an alibi. Jay doesn't have an alibi. Don doesn't have an alibi. Anyone else doesn't. But the one person that does is the one that gets convicted. Yeah. It so, doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It's like, I know she wasn't able to go on the witness stand or anything, but she definitely should have at the time. Then, because it would have totally changed the jury's minds. Right. So. 